I, I see that I, I even scheduled, I even scheduled the room wrong. I, I believe I scheduled it for tomorrow. So it's kind of exciting that I'm a day, I'm a day ahead. I, I don't really know what, what the date is or, or the time. I mean, time is just created by somebody. I mean, does time really exist? We, we just use it so we know when to set up a room. But I couldn't even schedule this room correctly. But it's nice to see some people, uh, I'll say piling in. Uh, it's, it's the word that seems to fit. Uh, it has nothing to do with the title. But but maybe maybe it does. Maybe everything is connected in a way. I I just want to speak quickly about where I've been, and then I, I want to just I want to talk to people. I, I I just want to see if if we're all a little crazy, and we just decide how much crazy we'd like to show the world. I, I want to talk a little bit about decluttering. I also want to just mention quickly about uh, having talking points. I, I think that's also important uh, with regards to whether it's an interview or even uh, a room like this. We, we can always be vague. That, that seems to be where I dance, the, the, the mystery of life. I, I, I believe I'm a little mysterious, but I'm also beginning to realize that uh, my, my, my mystery might, might not be that mysterious. Maybe we're all just uh, a little cautious. But for the last three days, uh, there's been company here at the, at the estate where, where I sleep. Uh, I believe it's my wife's house. We, we joke about it, but I, I feel like a tenant. There, there's not much I... I do here without asking and, and I'm okay with that. I, I think I've always, I think I've always asked, even if I know where I'm going, I, I say, do I make a turn here? Where am I going? What am I doing? Uh, I don't know why, but it's just always been my thing. I, maybe it's just to hear my, my dulcet tones, but I've had company here for the last three days, uh, a nanny, that had moved, she comes back to visit occasionally and seems to make the child happy. She seems a lot happier around uh, the nanny. Uh, she has a name, Carrie, and Carrie uh, has a man that came with her. They've been together for 20 years, so she's not bringing some random uh, stranger into the, into the estate. But they took over downstairs. They took over my office space, my library, my hideaway. There's a, there's a pull-out bed down here. This is where they slept. And, and this is where I wasn't really, uh, I gave them their space. And I had to live upstairs with the wife. And, and for the first time in... I don't know, four years, I felt married. I didn't like it. I, I, 
I don't want to have to cohabitate with, with Jared. Oh, there she is. Uh, I just noticed her here. Jared, I'm going to bring you up. up. I'm going to invite you to speak. You don't have to. I, I'm just kind of bringing the world up to where I'm at, Jared. Uh, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Hi, hi Jared. Let, let me just finish uh, what I've been up to. I w- as a quick interruption, I will say, as I was walking upstairs just now, and I kind of heard you from afar, and I kept walking. It was fine. I, you were just checking in, I think. But I realized how much we need our separate space. Yes, Jaren. Yeah. Uh, without without yeah. question, uh, I'm down here in my chair. Uh, I have the brick behind me. Uh, I just took a, a a bowel movement, if I can say. In, in my, I don't think you can. Uh, I can say bowel movement. It, it's part of life. Uh, I won't spend a lot of time discussing it. Uh, but then I took a nice shower. Kirk did after. have the best Halloween costume ever and was a party pooper dressed up in an inflatable toilet. Hi, Jaron. Kirk Fox. Let, uh, let me just finish these thoughts. <laughs> and then, like I said, you can come in and, and be the monkey wrench. To, Sorry, we to, just poop related. We had to keep going. Okay. Uh, but I didn't want to make it a, too much about poop. But of course, you can get to the, you can get to my costume. Uh, I just want to kind of stay on track with. Uh, Please continue. Well, uh, there's been some decluttering that uh, I, I've been involved in upstairs. This is a house where uh, Jaron grew up in this house, and I I believe her father did also. Uh, and for the last few days while I was up there, I was just going through boxes of history so that I could throw things out. There were hundreds of newspapers about Jewish athletes from the 80s that uh, I got the okay and I could throw that out. Uh, a lot of uh, Jaron's father's uh, curriculum. He was a, a he studied in life and he became a doctor, but there was things from high school, things from college. Uh, her father has passed away. So these were a lot of things that no longer needed to, to just fill space. It's about decluttering. Just There was a lot of little piles of crazy. Even had he not <laughs> passed away, I think a lot of that probably could have gone. Okay, thank you, Jaron. Also, uh, Jaron, I wanted to mention uh, the one thing I, I did keep of Andy's that I thought was cool was his uh, passport uh, application. I, I thought that was nice. It was small enough where I could keep it in an envelope. The application, not the passport. You kept the application. Well, no, the passport is in a drawer somewhere. I've seen it. But I, I like the application. It's, it's tiny. It's small. That's, that's something that I, I don't mind keeping. But it's interesting because in life, we keep so much shit. And then when we die, someone will just have to go through it. It's, it's those little piles of crazy that we think are important that eventually we realize are not. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's the only thing that got me through the last three days, Jaron was uh, throwing out shit. Uh, I found a couple things that were so cool that they will move down to my library. But I would say most of that stuff up there, uh, hopefully your mother will give the okay and I can dump a lot of her crap. Uh, any comments, Jaron, before we uh, start talking to people and ask them if 
if they have things that they know they should throw out because the moment they die, somebody will. Anything, Jared? No, no. I think we should find out what others have to say. I, I like getting rid of as much as we can. And, and Jared, I, I really think that uh, it makes us happier when we can eliminate. We got rid of two large pieces of furniture. Oh, thank God. Uh, on Sunday that were filling a room that uh, Jaron's mother was having trouble getting rid of. There was some mahogany uh, uh, items that have been in Jaron's view since she was born. And we finally just got gave them to the housekeeper who had been cleaning them for 20 years. And now she can take them home and clean them at her, whole, at her own spot. So that's also something we can talk about. Uh, and Addison was very excited. The second they were gone, she went in that room and said, yay, more room for me to play. Exactly. Which is not great because it's supposed to be my closet. But uh, that's, that's fine. You have a lot of clothes down here in the library that can be eliminated. Not enough. So, uh, I'd like to ask it's a big room. If, if they have parents that uh, are having trouble getting rid of things, that they would get rid of first chance they get. Uh, anybody? Would anyone like to come in and just... Uh, I would just like to hear. I mean, I will say, I think the most important pile of crazy we got rid of was getting my mom out of this house. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jaron, that's a fantastic point. Uh, your mother is a, a walking pile of crazy, but it also pointed out that I might have a little crazy in me. And I think everybody probably has a little crazy that we keep hidden. So we can talk about that also. Uh, hey, Charlie, can I ask Some you, just I'm are, ask aren't Charlie, hidden. Uh, what, Jaren? But some just aren't hidden because my mom, I think we're saying, is not hidden. Yes, that's that's true. She, her, her crazy comes up. Hey, Charlie, is there anything about your fiance? And, and Charlie, I'm asking you, even though you might be the most boring uh, of all the listeners, but you, sure, you certainly come in uh when i need you uh i feel like john might have a good story with his chicken farm well we'll get there uh hey, hey charlie kirk fox hey kirk fox charlie weiser hey charlie oh, hi charlie weiser and, and i'm with jared hey, hey charlie a couple questions for you as a friend uh do you have some little piles of crazy that you know you should get rid of that you're having trouble do you feel that you have some crazy in you that you definitely have to keep hidden? And this woman that you're about to marry, does, does she have some shit that you hope she gets rid of? Well, I, I agree with you. I think we all have, have some little piles of crazy, whatever we're doing. Um, but actually... My grandmother was was a very big hoarder. She had trouble getting throwing away all sorts of stuff. But um, so I've got some some experience. Hey Charlie, yeah. do, you, do you think do you think hoarding? Oh, go ahead, Charlie. I see you're still blue. No, I was I was I was wrapped up. Oh, but although I it, I do want to hear what she was hoarding. Yes, and what you're left with because you said it made it sound like you still have some of the stuff. Well, she's not around anymore, unfortunately, but um, my uh, my family, we, we went through 
quite, had to spend quite a bit of time sorting what would what we'd keep and what we'd throw away. But that was a good exercise just to to learn to to uh, throw things away. I think I think it's good to to not not uh, hold on to things too long. And and one saying is like Charlie. I I I agree. I I never feel as good as I do when I can throw something out. When I, when I take something down from the house and put it in, a, in one of the bins that are color-coordinated, boy, it sure feels like I'm doing something. What were the items deemed nice enough to keep? Uh, it was Charlie. Some china. So it's some, some china and, and whatnot. Um, the the china we want to get rid of the china we're not getting that okay that's for sure yeah i know we're, we're we're just trying to streamline uh life but but that's good charlie hey here's a question for you charlie and anyone else can answer that because because charlie i can tell you've you know you've said what needed to be said uh but do you think it's the all old people just hold on to shit because they think it's valuable or do you think it's because they've had it their whole life <laughs> well, in in my grandma's case, she uh, she grew up during the Great Depression, and so back then they would just hold on to everything. And so, I think uh, in her case, she she wouldn't give away. I mean, she she would just hoard everything. Um, and I think that's just how she was raised during that time and in that cultural period. Yeah, man, I I, I breathe easy when when shit's gone. Okay, hey Charlie, thank you so much. You gave some insight. Uh, anybody else have some piles of crazy that they know they need to get rid of now and not after they die? Maybe Jack has an update. I think he probably did that DC show. Maybe he got rid of some of his uh, Daily Show memorabilia. Hey Jack, come on in. Hey Jack, Kirk Fox uh, and Jaron Boxan. Hey, Kirk and Jaron. I did get to get rid of some of that DC stuff. Awesome. Uh, Congrats. How'd it feel? Oh, it felt great. My room is so much cleaner now. Um, now Do you feel like you have more room to play now? Did you start spinning like Addison did? Yeah, actually, sometimes I'll go and I'll spin in that corner specifically, just uh, just in, in pure bliss, knowing that it's, yeah. it's clean. How could you not? And, and Jack, isn't it amazing that what we think we will miss within a day or two. We don't even remember ever having it. Yeah, no, it's amazing that there's a level of ephemeral attachment that we have to stuff. Cause like, do you guys ever throw things away and you're scared that it's going to like the thing you're throwing away is going to be mad at you or you feel bad for it. Well, sometimes I, I, I mean, go ahead, Jerry. No, you go, you go. I, I was going to say, sometimes I throw things away. And uh, I realized, do I need that? Was that something I shouldn't have? Uh, even yesterday when I threw something out uh, of Andy's, there was a moment where I read a letter and it said I've attached uh, the newspaper that had a photograph of you. And I thought, oh, is that something I should have looked for? And then a moment later, I was like, fuck it. Let it go, my friend. Andy's gone. And who cares if he was in a photograph in the San Fernando Gazette in 1969? Yeah. Like, I, so, 
the only medium my grandma will talk to me in is through letters. Awesome. And so I keep, I've talked to my grandma via letter since I could start writing and I kept every single one of those letters. Um, Jack, I, I have all the letters that I wrote to my mom while she was alive also. Are you going to throw it away? I, for some reason, I, I will hold on to those. Uh, I, I like until to think a, until Addison throws them away, going through all your stuff. Yes, that that's kind of the way it'll be for that. But these are things that I'd like to read as I start to fade out in life. When I know I'll be dead in a year, I might just start re- going through my life. Well, Kirk, remember. I think last time we spoke over, over Colin, you talked about your father and you talked about that little dog that he drove around with and then got hit by a car and then wrote, you, he wrote his, yes. his name in blood on the wall. Um, yes, Bruce. Bruce. Uh, so I, I would imagine that you guys... Wait, Bruce got hit by a car? Uh, yes, actually a, a police car down in La Jolla hit it. And then my dad picked up Bruce and put it on the gas tank of his 1947 Indian chief and, and drove it back home and, and uh, buried it in the backyard of Burl street. Is this true? Jaron? Of course it's true. Well, what are the chances he had his dog run over and my mom ran over my dog when I was seven. Yeah. But your mom just backed up over it, oblivious. No, she first ran over it forward oblivious and then backed over it oblivious. All right, Jack, continue. The, I don't want to get too sad. Yeah. You, finished, you had a question, Jack, about my dad's dog? Yeah. If you could have the blood letters of Bruce, would you? is that something you would throw away or is that something you would keep? Well, Jack, the, the, Bruce was written on a wall down there in San Diego, kind of on a wood beam. And... And I would think that if there yeah. was a way for me to cut that little beam out, I, I might keep that because it was just the word Bruce. It was not a lot of letters, not not big font. So that would be something my my creepy brain wouldn't mind. I I, I have a few things that except I'd like to note. Except I'd like to note that his sister has redone the entire place, and Bruce's name and blood is gone. That's true. Uh, or, or it may have been painted over. The sad one, you were very sad. Didn't you guys have like footprints or handprints or something in the sidewalk that you were, that one, you were very disappointed that yeah, she didn't uh, the opportunity for you to keep? I know, but that still might be there. I'm not sure if we did tear that out because it was in the, we walked the place. It was in the front yard in, in cement. We had put our handprints and footprints. So, yeah, that cement was gone. I don't know. I'll ask. But you. But yeah, that that was awful. My sister took that out, being upset. I'm sorry, you had to go through that. I'm okay now. Clearly, he's I'm, clearly I'm, blocked I'm, it out because he's wanting to hold on to hope that it might be somewhere when we walked the path, and there's very little cement left, and it's new cement, and it was very clearly gone. Okay, then then I'm upset and I'm going to reach out and ask them where it is <laughs> a little late. It's been a few years. Yeah. But now it's on my mind. 
Yeah, you should. You you you're entitled to your own catharsis. Hey, hey Jack, here, here's a thought, and you might really enjoy this. I I feel nothing is nothing is ever truly lost. It has just changed locations and not given us a forwarding address. That like you're personifying it almost. Yeah, it's like nothing's ever gone. It's just, hey, Jaron, are you walking or moving? Why are you squeaking? I'm not. I haven't moved at all. I'm completely okay, still. I, all right. I was hearing some squeaking. We'll, we'll have to address that issue. It, it's not me. Okay, Jaron. Good talk. But thank you for jumping on me so quickly. Oh, that's what I'm here for. I, I'm down in my. I'm down in my library again. I know. I know. And so you feel like you can attack now from afar? Yes. Hey, Jack. How was comedy up in D.C.? Actually, it went really well. Um, I don't know if you remember, but you told me that the key was to just like be likable, like go on stage and be nice and tell your jokes and, and then leave. And that's exactly what I tried to do. And it was my first time ever being in front of that many people. Um, and I was super nervous, but it went well. Um, nice. Yes. Yeah. I think How big I, was I, the do crowd? Think, I do think it's important to, to be kind and know that if a, if a room likes you, they'll, they'll kind of go on any ride you take them. Yeah. I, uh, I decided to talk about my, my mom and how much I love her, which is sort of like, like weenie stuff, but it, it made everybody like happy and they like clapped and they laughed at my mom and that kind of stuff. It was, it was really cute. Uh, and it set the stage. How many people were in the room? 2,300 people. Nice. That's good. That's nice. You were out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was insane. I'm trying, I'm trying to, uh, figure out how to go on tour or whatever. I don't, I don't really know what to go from here. Um, cause I feel like this was like a big accomplishment and I'm not a hundred percent sure how to use it for the next step as far as like, don't you just retire? I think so. Well, Jack, here, here, Jack, I'll tell you that uh, it doesn't matter the size of the room, whether it's 3000 people or three, it, it's just another, it's just another set. So what, what you need to do is continue to get on stage. Uh, I, I wouldn't think anything of that other than it was just a good night. And uh, you know, you like the momentum and you like the connection, but one thing Mitzi Shore said to me once is treat 3,000 people like three and three like 3,000. So th that, that's where you're at. So where do you go from here? You find, an you find another mic and you find some ears and uh, you just try and uh, continue improving and writing. That, that's all you do. Thank you for that advice. That was something what I after going up there and seeing Hassan and the, the other guy who was opening was Mateo Lane. And after seeing them perform and seeing how they dealt with the crowd versus how I dealt with the crowd, it made me uh, it made me motivated to try and um, go out and do comedy in different places as opposed to just like dungeon basements in New York City where. Yeah, but yeah. but I'm going to but I'm going to tell you that a dungeon basement in New York City is the same as 3,000 people in, a, in an arena or a theater. You are just connecting with the room. It doesn't matter what the room is. So don't, don't worry too much about where the microphone is and the ears. Just worry about, you know, connecting. Only connect.
That's all you need to know. I will. Thank you for thank you for, so much for that advice, Kirk and Jaron. All right, Jack, man. Anyone else have any uh, little piles they're trying to get rid of or uh, how good they feel when they finally purge themselves? If, if not, I think this was a very successful outing. Hey, Dane, is, how, Dane, how's your world? Do you have some piles of crazy? Or John or Daniel? Henry, even. Let's see what Even? What's wrong with Henry? Who knows? Hey, Dane, do you have some piles of crazy you're working on? It's more like my mom's trying to get rid of my piles of crazy than the other way around. Really? That's an interest. That's interesting. Yeah, I've saddled her with a couple of large Tupperwares to hold some old notebooks and uh, maybe even some old toys and things like that that I'm attached to. And, uh, yep, she calls me about every two weeks. Uh, when are you coming down to get rid of this stuff? Oh, interesting. So you're, you're storing some of your shit at uh, your mom's house. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we all, there's all things that we're holding on to. I, I have some G.I. Joes that, uh, that I'm keeping safe because I, I think one day they'll be worth millions. And, <laughs> right. And Jaron and I found. I uh, still have, and I still have some Beanie Babies, but I don't think they'll be worth millions. So. I think the secret is that we don't actually care if it'll ever be worth millions. That's a nice story that we tell ourselves to justify us keeping it. But really, I think we keep these sorts of things because they make us feel nice. Yeah, they, they just remind us of the past. Yeah, and if our pasts are good, then why not be reminded every now I guess, I guess. But at, at some point, uh, I don't mind giving things away so that someone can use them. Uh, I, I'm okay giving giving away things if I feel they will be used, but but that's also a, a terrible attitude. I mean, if I'm giving it away, it, it shouldn't matter what happens to it. Well, uh, well, giving away you could you could compare that to throwing it in the trash. I think there is a hierarchy there. Oh, I know, I know there is, but the the truth is when when you're when you're making room for other things, I think you just get rid of it, whatever it takes. But I, I like to make the effort to, to give it to somebody. Right, Jaron? Aren't, aren't we happier that we, we happier do. that Anna got those pieces of furniture? Of course. It always makes us feel better. And it also makes it so we know anytime my mom wants to get depressed about it, we can say, but just remember that it went to a good home. Someone who will appreciate it. Yes, that, that's always the good angle. That's always, but but one time we gave a TV to, to. Uh, oh, that's what's sad for you. I gave a TV to someone, and they quickly put it on the curb, and that bothered me a little. But I've moved on. Did you? Because you just brought it up. Oh, I know, but I don't think about it daily. Oh, daily. That's how often you have to think about it to not have moved on. Yes, the, the first week, I'm sure it popped into my head. <laughs> Dane, how's the yeah, comedy? Gave, Are you getting up on stage? Yeah, yeah. I'm hosting a show tomorrow night, in fact, at a bar here in Brooklyn. Good for you, brother. 
I'm Thanks glad a lot. We got you back on the horse. I'm glad you. Yeah, definitely. I, I owe you a great deal of gratitude. Just, uh, just a, sometimes you just need a conversation. That's all. You know, it helps. Thank you. I I agree, Dane, and that that's one of the reasons uh, Jared and I like uh, coming on Colin because we make a little bit of a difference. And if anything, we even make a little difference to ourselves. This seems to be the only place we talk. Mm. That's, I thought you were going to say that's why we come on Colin. It's just because it's nice to every once in a while have a conversation. <laughs> yes, but, but, but sometimes it's our conversation that leads to uh, making somebody else feel better about their lives. I know a lot of the time. Well, great. Misery likes company, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Dane, keep, keep us posted on what's going on. Uh, and just, uh, keep shining, you know, I, I, I like where your brain's at. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Nice episode today. Yeah, very heartwarming. <laughs> All right, buddy. If we warmed a heart, that's good. Now that I'm back in my library. Okay. Anybody else would like to, uh, just chime in here for a moment? If not, that's okay. Also, we were getting. I will say it's nice. It's almost like this became a partial let's hear it with Kirk Fox. And we had to miss that because you didn't have your downstairs available to you. I know. But what, what I've learned is that whenever you and I are on here, Jaron, it, it doesn't matter what the room is called. It, it's all going to be the same. And, and, and I like that. I like the fact that wherever we're at, that's where we are. Anybody? Anyone want to just uh, say goodbye? Olivia, would, would you like to talk about a little pile of crazy? Do you have a stack of something you know is uh, not necessary? Gavin, Henry, Jack, TZ, John, Dane, Michael, Charlie. I, I enjoyed this. I, I, I enjoyed this time. All right, Jaron, I, I say we wrap it up. I do Okay, well. thank you for uh, swinging into a little pile of crazy little piles of crazy with Kirk Fox. Uh, and of course, Jaron was here. She's my wife. Uh, and that's it. We're, we're in the process of decluttering and I'm also decluttering my mind. I, I will be doing comedy this weekend in uh, San Jose and uh, also Bakersfield Thursday night. And I'm just trying to organize my thoughts. I want to get up there and uh, have some points. So that's, that's, that's what this is about. This was helping my brain get on track. So that's it. Jaron, you want to say goodbye? Bye, everybody. Uh, we, we do love you. And Jaron, I love you at times as well. I know, especially when we have downstairs available. Yes, I'll bring that, the heat. That's up. when you love me the most. Yes. I, I love you when I don't have to see you every second. I agree. I feel the oh. same way. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. Kirk Fox over and out.